All right, we're live. Welcome in. I'm the real underscore G Warner. Going to go through the top five major European soccer leagues, uh, and this weekend, the weekend of September 24th, um, as quickly as possible, because um, I know everyone likes brevity. Um, without further ado, I'll start in England for the most expensive league. And the first match of the weekend is the biggest probably of maybe the season. Chelsea host Manchester City in a battle of the two title front runners, uh, at least based on odds. Chelsea, with a, a decent start to the season, are, are currently ahead of Manchester City. Um, but that means little for this match, um, as they're only a pick at home, um, with slightly more juice, according to Bet Online. I am the real underscore G Warner. Sorry to get, didn't get out of the way in the beginning. Uh, hit me up on Twitter or Podbean or YouTube or wherever the heck you're watching this, Apple Podcasts, um, and I'd love to go through things in depth if you'd like to or have a, a Twitter debate if that's what you're into. Um, I'm not sure, for me as an underdog player, there's not a lot for me to do on a pick em, Um, so we'll see what happens, but uh, maybe if Man City climbs to a quarter goal underdog, that might be worth a look, I'm just not sure it does. Uh, so that's the early one on Saturday morning here in the U.S., uh, I guess there's another one as well. Uh, Manchester United hosting Aston Villa. That looks like currently Man United minus one and a quarter. Uh, Villa just haven't played well enough. I think losing John Terry as an assistant coach has affected their defense significantly. Um, so I'm just not really looking to try to get against Manchester United, who I think is pretty fortunate to do what they're doing so far. Um, I mean, I'm not sure how many goalkeepers can spill a ball right to Ronaldo alone in front of the goal, but um, that seems to keep happening. So uh, I'd like to be against Man United as we go forward, but I don't think Aston Villa are the team to do it as I don't think they can score, uh, and, and United certainly will. Uh, moving to the 10 a.m.s, Leicester hosting Burnley. Currently, Leicester a one-goal favorite. Um, normally, I'd like to bet against that Leicester offense, which is pretty quiet, uh, even after getting screwed by the officials last week with two goals disallowed and a penalty given. It's pretty unbelievable. Um, but Burnley, they're not defending very well. Their offense is very, very weak, tame. Um, not much to speak of getting plus one is interesting, but I'm not sure that'll make my card uh, as most of the juices on the Burnley side at the moment. I'm not sure that falls to three quarters though. Uh, next are Leeds hosting West Ham currently Leeds getting a quarter of a goal uh, at home. Um, and that's probably because their defense is really banged up and it's not good to begin with. Uh, offense hasn't been playing well and Leeds as a team have not been playing well. Um, would, wouldn't hate going against West Ham uh, as a road favorite because they're really more of a defensive side, but I don't think Leeds is the team I want to do it with. Next is Everton hosting Norwich. Currently Everton giving a full goal, though all the juice on the Norwich side, and that's been climbing all week. Looks like it might fall to three quarters. Um, Norwich are really tough to back right now. Um, lost their probably the easiest three points of the season for them last weekend, hosting uh, fellow recently promoted side Watford. Um Everton's offense is not good. I don't know how good Everton is anyway, and they do want to play defensively, and I really haven't done much offensively without um, Calvert-Lewin in their lineup. But uh, Norwich are not a side that I want to lose money on at this point. Watford then hosts Newcastle, uh, speak of the devil. Currently Watford giving a quarter, which and most of the juice is on the Watford side as well. I think if this climbs to a half of a goal, it's going to be really hard for me to resist Newcastle. They have plenty of flaws, plenty of problems with their management, how the teams run, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Watford are a defensive side, though, and I just don't really believe that they should be laying um, this type of number, even with a good performance against Norwich last weekend. Uh, I think that was more Norwich than it was Watford all of a sudden finding their shooting boots or, or whatever. Um, certainly there's some good players on Watford, but there are on, on Newcastle as well, I think more dynamic. Uh, Saar and, and Alan St. Maximin are probably uh, pretty equal. 
But ultimately, Newcastle, with all its flaws, they are the team that's been staying in the league. They've stayed in the league much longer than Watford, who just came up in the last season. So uh, I think there might be a little bit of a reaction to a, a pasting of Norwich City, which also got a little bit closer than it should have been. Um, because Watford have a little bit of defensive issues, despite being a team that came up from defense um, last season. Brentford then hosts Liverpool in the nightcap, I guess, um, on Saturday afternoon here in the U.S. Brentford plus one right now at home with all the juice in the Liverpool side, likely climbing one and a quarter, um, as I would expect Liverpool money to flow in until kickoff. Brentford's been playing great defense this whole time. I do want to check see what their back line looks like, starting lineup, et cetera, et cetera, because I'm not sure exactly how healthy they are. Um, but Liverpool, I feel like, have been getting some big wins they haven't really deserved. We're really fortunate to draw Chelsea at home, which is a completely different scenario, so I'll leave that to the side. Uh, I just don't know that Liverpool are the team that they were two seasons ago. They seem to be priced like it at times. I'm not sure that this one is currently, but Brentford have played really well. Um, their defense has been way better than I expected. Uh, and they do have some offensive characteristics that I think have served them fairly well so far this season. Uh, plus one is, is interesting to me, and as it climbs, I get more interested. Moving to Sunday, Southampton hosts Wolves, currently Southampton, uh, with most of the juice, but it is a pick em right now. Um, if it climbs to a quarter, I'll be interested in Wolves, though they have definite offensive problems. Southampton, though, are a team that are probably going to fight relegation for this entire season. I think Wolves are slightly better than that. Uh, but a pick them not much more discussed at the moment. Arsenal then host Tottenham. Uh, currently, Arsenal giving a quarter. And Tottenham are very interesting to me. And I figured that it should be a very juiced quarter or maybe even a Arsenal with most of the juice at pick them. So Tottenham getting any sort of candy here is interesting to me as I don't think Arsenal have a reliable offense whatsoever. Major disciplinary issues. Their leaders are not great leaders and are not very intelligent. Uh, and they've got a lot of youth on the side. And Arteta, I, I feel like he's a good manager. I just don't know that this is ever going to work out. Uh, Tottenham, on the other hand, are, are I think, a better side. Catching a quarter, even if it's a, it's a derby, doesn't matter. Uh, I, I like Tottenham. Moving to Monday, Crystal Palace hosting Brighton, another derby uh, somehow. Crystal Palace currently getting a quarter at home with all the juice on their side, so that might trickle down to pick them. Uh, I'm surprised to see Brighton not giving a quarter on the road like they have been all season, not deservedly, but winning these matches somehow, pulling it out of you-know-where. Um, they were really fortunate last week against Leicester. Uh, I just don't know that Crystal Palace, even off of a decent performance against Tottenham a couple weekends, maybe that was last match, I'm not sure. Whenever it was, uh, I'm just not sure I believe in them enough at this point. So that's less than seven minutes. We're going to keep going through this uh, as quickly as we can. We'll move next to... Uh, La Liga. So in Spain, we have Alaves hosting Atletico Madrid. Currently, Alaves getting a full goal right now um, at home. They're stricken with injuries, not playing well. We're a relegation candidate or threatened team last season, barely stayed up, and I think they're going down. Uh, I'm not interested in betting against Atleti with a team that's not going to stay in the league, um, even though Atleti's offense has been pretty weak and the full goal of insurance is nice. It's just not enough for me. Uh, Valencia then hosts Athletic Club, currently at Valencia Pick'em with most of the juice at this point. Uh, not a lot more for me to discuss here. Would like Athletic Club as an underdog. Valencia's defense was hero horrendous, excuse me, not heroic, uh, in the first half against Sevilla. Tried to fight back and never did. It was a big line that was way too big, but um, ultimately uh, pretty poor performance from a defense that was looking a lot better, uh, kind of going back to what it was in the past. Maybe that was a, a midweek thing and not getting a lot of rest, but it was pretty gross to start the match from what I saw. Uh, Sevilla then hosts Espanyol. Currently, Sevilla giving three quarters of a goal at home uh, with all the juice, so it looks like that's going to climb to one. Um, 
that's at plus one. I think that is a big, big difference for betting against um, Sevilla. But Espanol, I'm not really sure where their goals come from. They had a couple that were in the net last week, but ultimately they were all offside. And I just I'm not really a believer in, in in their offense. And it's hard to face a team that's going to do well in Champions League with a recently promoted side they can't score. Uh, Real Madrid then hosts Villarreal, currently Real Madrid, giving a full goal with all the juice on their side. Um, I'm not sure exactly what to expect from that one. Villarreal's offense has been horrendous, but they're given two gifts by Elche midweek. Um, and I don't want to overreact to that as they really haven't had any ability to score. Um, their defense has been okay. And without Moreno, they really have some trouble offensively. So I'm not sure that I really want to back them. Um, but if this keeps climbing above one, I'm a little bit interested because Villarreal and Unai Emery have shown that he can, he can defend and he can put his team in a, in a position to, to defend as a low block. And that might be hard for Real Madrid though. Truthfully, Real Madrid's used to that and happens to them every weekend, every match almost that they play. So uh, maybe it's not the place to do it, but I think as this climbs one and a quarter and maybe even higher than that, we'll see if how interested I get in Unai Emery. Uh, moving to Sunday, Mallorca hosting Osasuna. Currently, Mallorca giving, is a pick with most of the juice. Um, not a lot for me to say here. Uh, two teams that struggle offensively. I think Osasuna's been playing better, uh, but had a pretty poor loss against Betis in the midweek. Uh, with Betis like starting two defenders that had never played together probably in their lives, uh, unless it was on like the B B team or whatever. Um, Barcelona then hosts Levante, currently giving a goal and a quarter. Levante, they've been uh, playing pretty well and not getting any results so far. I hope their manager's not under pressure because I think he's good at what he does. And they had a great year last year in the cup run, Copa del Rey, and they kind of fell fell apart a little bit after that from the multiple fixtures and tired legs. Maybe that's happening with a little bit of fixture congestion so far, but Bartha, uh, Barcelona, I'm just not sure that they're really any good. Um, they're playing a lot of youth players on a team that usually is too deep with world-class players. And that really speaks to exactly who they are right now. I think getting more than a goal is a lot uh, from Barcelona right now. And I got to say like, Levante, their defense has been problematic and certainly made a big mistake to lose their last match. And they were really bossing a game and just couldn't put easy, easy, big chances, missed a penalty, like all these things, like anything that could go wrong could, did. Um, I think getting more than a goal is interesting to me, but I am a little bit worried about their defense and really um, what they're thinking right now, how their psyche is, is they've been pretty, they must be pretty damaged after really controlling a lot of the games at the start of the year and, and basically giving up late goals to to take draws or, or late goals or missing chances. Um, and now that sob story is over. Real Sociedad hosting El Che. It's the next match. Currently Sociedad giving a goal and a quarter. Uh, Sociedad's offense has not been very good. Their defense is problematic. El Che has done a lot of good business and uh, I think have added some goal scoring threats they didn't have last season like Benedetto. Uh, he's a bit of a psychopath it seems, but whatever. Uh, the LJ defense can't survive on giving goals away though. And they did that. I imagine they'll have uh, some pretty acute attention to detail to not let that happen. Problem is if Sociedad gets one, they're probably going to get a second. Um, so there's not a lot of safety there, even with a, a very juiced one and a quarter right now. Um, I'm not sure if I really want to step in the way of Sociedad though. They haven't really been playing great. David Silva has been injured and we'll see what happens with their offense, especially having played so many matches in a row. Uh, with Europa League last week as well. Uh, Rayo Vallecano then hosting Cadiz and one of the more surprising lines that I've seen. <laughs> Rayo giving three quarters of the goal with all the juice on their side, so that might climb to one. I mean, Cadiz is no prom queen, to say the least. You're going to give a ton of possession away to a recently promoted side, uh, and I don't expect that to change with their manager, who kind of says that's the way they need to play. Um, 
I'm not sure what's going to happen there, but ultimately, if this climbs to plus one, I don't know how I'm going to avoid Cotties because they're going to play decent defense. I'm not sure that Ryle, though they've been playing better lately, are really trustworthy to score a goal in this match, even at home with a lot of possession. Uh, so Cadiz are interesting to me. Betis then hosting Hetafe, currently giving half of a goal with all the juice on their side. Uh, probably climbs three quarters of a goal, and that doesn't interest me to back Hetafe because they are really bad, can't score, defense is woeful. They've got the bad luck thing that, that Levante currently have as well, but it's been going on for almost a year now. Um, so I'm not looking to touch them at all. And then Monday night, we have Celta de Vigo hosting Granada. Currently Celta, really fortunate to get Levante to win that match. Um, basically took the two chances they had the whole match, which is, I guess, credit them for that. But that's not really a winnable uh, formula. Maybe this climbs to minus one. Doesn't look like it's going to get there based on the juice right now, though all of it's on the Celta de Vigo side. I think the three quarters to one is a pretty big jump. Uh, Granada just haven't really shown a lot to me. I mean, good performance against Barcelona, but gave up a late goal. Uh, I don't know where their offense is going to come from. And Celta, potentially at home, uh, that's the spot where they're likely to score some goals. Should have possession against Granada, who I think are a lot worse than they were the last two seasons. Uh, now we move to Italy for Serie A. We have Spezia hosting AC Milan. Currently Spezia getting a goal in a quarter with all the juice on the Spezia side. Milan have shown they can score goals. Um, they are pushing forward a lot more this season. And I think Spezia uh, also are a team that want to play offense, which is dangerous for a team that was not expected to survive last season, did. Um, but they've got a tough sophomore year ahead of them in top flight. Um, I guess I'm interested in Spezia as a dog, but I'm not sure that I want to really go against AC Milan unless I see something with their lineup that makes me uh, feel worse because I think Spezia are going to be pretty open. Uh, and even taking a lead against Juve, um, giving that up pretty quickly in the second half is not a great sign. Inter then hosts Atalanta in a big match. Uh, preseason that I was going to be pretty excited to back Atalanta for. I'm not sure that I want to do that right now. I uh, figured Atalanta would be a half a goal underdog like they are. Um, but honestly, when I was making this line, I thought it probably should be three quarters. Um, so I, I think it's a discount right now on Atalanta. They played a little bit better against Sassuolo, but still are not playing well. And Inter, um, they haven't had the easiest run of everything, but they're scoring a ton of goals right now, and that's some problem that Atalanta has not been able to solve. Um, they're getting a little bit better or healthier with Zapata getting more minutes under him, getting more match fit, but still their defense isn't something I, I really want to trust without more insurance from Inter uh, on the road. Genoa then hosts Verona, currently a pick em, minus 110 both ways. That seems a little bit insulting to Genoa at this point, in my opinion. Uh, but Verona have been playing a little bit better the last couple of matches after really being a ghost the second half of last season. Uh, moving to Sunday, we have Juve hosting Sampdoria. Currently Juve giving a goal and a half. Big, big number for them to give, considering how poorly they've been playing. Uh, Sampdoria adding Caputo is an, a goal scorer they really needed. Uh, want to make sure because he's old that he's in the lineup. So because uh, Sampdoria have, have been a team that that can defend fairly well, did pretty well in Ranieri, I guess, in that kind of spot. But they give up the late goals when pushing for an equalizer, like every match, and that's a major concern for this match for sure. Uh, but Juve's been pretty bad. Chiesa maybe getting back into the lineup is important. I wonder if he'll go back to back if they're playing midweek. Uh, but I'm interested in Sampdoria getting goal and a half, even with all the juice on that side. Udinese then hosts Fiorentina. Currently, Udinese giving or getting a, goal, a quarter of a goal at home from Fiorentina, who are playing a lot better. Uh, but the red card to um, the new signing, Nico Gonzalez from Argentina or Stuttgart, uh, that's a big problem for Fiorentina. He was a, a really important part of, of making their offense more dynamic. I think Udinese are in a better position to back them as an underdog when they're uh, with a team that they're somewhat close to. Fiorentina, I think, are better, have more money in their pockets, et cetera, et cetera. 
but I'll look at Udinese uh, currently getting a quarter, even though all the juice is on that side. Sassuolo, then Salernitana currently giving a goal in the quarter. Salernitana are recently promoted. I'm just not sure their defense is good enough, and they were expected to be pretty bad. Sassuolo is not perfect by any means, but I don't know that I want to back uh, a recently promoted side that is like most likely to get relegated against a team that can score, because that's what Sassuolo can do. And Poli then... Uh, pick them to Bologna at home with a little more juice on the Bologna side, which is a little bit of a surprise to me. Um, I think Bologna are a lot better. And, and Empoli uh, did have the win against Juve, but I've been living off that for a little too long, in my opinion, is I don't think their offense is any good and their defense seems to be uh, problematic. Bologna definitely isn't great, though, and the pick them, not much more to say. Lazio and Roma uh, pick them, split down the middle. Uh, Lazio will have the crowd advantage, but it ultimately is the same uh, stadium that they share. So uh, home field is probably going to be underpriced here. Um, the, the Lazio fans might make a little bit of difference if they were an underdog. I'd be somewhat interested in that. Napoli then hosts Cagliari. Currently, Napoli giving a goal in three quarters. Cagliari getting big, big numbers. Napoli, I think, um, are starting to look like and emerge as one of the teams that you want to fear because they can put a lot of goals in the net. Uh, Cagliari's defense has not been great, especially even when taking big leads as they blew a 2-0 lead against Genoa and even lost the match in the second half. Um I'm not sure, but that's a big number. And Kyler, I think, are better um, than this number suggests. I just don't know if I want to get in the way of Napoli, especially when that second goal is easier than the first. Uh, then Monday, Venezia hosting Torino. Currently, Venezia uh, getting a quarter uh, with all the juice in the Torino side. So it might climb to a half of a goal, uh, which is a little bit lower than I actually expected to be. Um, maybe because I've been interested and in, in impressed by what Torino's been doing and think Venezia is pretty bad. Um, but ultimately, even at a half of a goal, I'm not sure that I want to play with Venezia at this point. Okay, so moving to fourth, the Bundesliga. Uh, we have Grutter fourth today, Friday, hosting Bayern München, getting two and three-quarter goals. Not a lot for me to do here, as fourth don't look like they belong in this league. They look like they're definitely going down, and Bayern just won 7-0 and likely could do something worse to fourth. Um, moving to Saturday, Leverkusen hosting Mainz, currently giving three-quarters a goal. Uh, most of the juice on the mind side. I'm interested, though, at three quarters. I thought it would be a little bit lower. Leverkusen's offense has been very good. New manager from Young Boys has come in and done more than I expected, for sure. Uh, Florian Verse is looking, as advertised, to be great. Um, Mines are a good defensive side, though, and probably will make this tough on Leverkusen. Um, if I got plus one, I'd be on it. Three quarters gives me a little bit of pause, um, but it was a little bit bigger than I expected, so I'm looking at that one. Hoffenheim then hosts Wolfsburg, getting a quarter of a goal with all the juice on the Hoffenheim, Hoffenheim home, home side. Easy for me to say. Uh, Wolfsburg's defense is going to be there. Their offense is questionable, and as a road favorite is, is a big question. Uh, though Hoffenheim, trusting them to score is really hard to do at this point, so I'm not sure that I really want to do that. As one nil is, is more than enough, probably. Whoever scores that first goal, that might be the only one that you see. Um, and I'm not sure that Hoffenheim are the likely ones to get it. Uh, as Wolfsburg did some some good business bringing in some offensive players that they needed for Champions League. We know Berlin hosting Armenia Bielefeld, giving three quarters of a goal. It's a big number for a side that's been playing a lot of matches. They needed the week off, um, and they looked really tired against Dortmund, though they fought back, got within a, a goal, but then early home just did early home things. Um, but they, Union are a team that, that certainly could, could have a nil-nil here. Bielefeld are going to defend. And I think they've been playing a little bit better than the results they've been getting lately, Bielefeld. Um, but Union, nil-nil is a real possibility. So giving three-quarters of a goal seems like something that it might be worth uh, taking Bielefeld here. Frankfurt then hosting Köln, giving half of a goal. And I don't know where that number comes from because Frankfurt have been awful. 
Um, they're getting a little bit healthier, and Lammers looks like a little bit better of a striker than they've had up front. But Cologne have been playing well. A uh, new manager has been making them into a, a dynamic side that plays offense, and that's who knew that that they that Cologne had it in them, but they do. And getting half of a goal is too much. It should be a quarter. Uh, all the juice is on the Cologne side, but even if it falls to a quarter, it'll probably still be on my card. Um, so maybe I'll wait for some Frankfurt money to come in. Leipzig then hosts Erta Berlin. Uh, Leipzig giving a goal and a half at home. Uh, Erta, hard to trust. They certainly have some money, did a lot of selling recently at the end of the transfer window, getting the cancers out of the dressing room or whatever they want to call them. I'm not sure I believe it. The Leipzig offense has been pretty poor, though. Um, I just don't know that Erta are a team that I want to back to stick around and only lose by a single goal at Leipzig. Gladbach then hosts Dortmund, getting three quarters of the goal with all the juice in the Gladbach side. It's a lot of respect for Gladbach, considering how terribly they've played this season. Um, Adi Hutter, I wonder about his job, that they paid a ton of money to bring him in. Um, he's a good manager, but it's not working so far. And Dortmund are a team that can score goals. Not sure that Gladbach can, especially with all their injuries. So I'm not taking less than plus one on the home team, even though that should be a good match uh, with good crowd support. Moving to Sunday, Bochum hosting Stuttgart. Currently, Bochum a quarter goal underdog. I'm interested in Bochum. I got to say they lost 7-0 last week. And that's not a great feeling. And certainly there's some damaged egos, but I imagine they're come out fighting. And I don't know how Stuttgart's going to score goals. Uh, without Saza up front, they're, they're really struggling to score. Uh, their defense has always been a problem, and I feel like they were playing pretty poorly uh, to start the year. Bolcom have been competitive. They certainly have issues scoring as well, um, but getting a quarter at home is interesting to me. We'll see where this closes. I'm hoping that some Stuttgart money comes in. This pushes up even higher. Uh, then the last match of the Bundesliga uh, for the weekend is Freiburg hosting Augsburg. Um, Augsburg has been playing great defense so far. I'm not sure I want to buy into it yet, though Freiburg as a half a goal favorite is, is saying something and it's a little bit higher of a profile than they're used to getting. They're, they're off to a good start this season. Uh, kind of got fortunate to get a draw with Cologne in their last match, but ultimately I think uh, Augsburg getting a half is interesting to me, but uh, I, I really don't want to believe in a team just because they're good at, at going goalless matches because I don't know how repeatable that is uh, as a team that I want to back. Okay, last league but not least, going through France uh, as we go through league uh, for to close this podcast. We're only at 22 minutes, so we're, we're on, on pace. Uh, Sedetien hosting Nice getting a quarter of a goal. Uh, they're going to be down their keeper who took a red card early in the match, and then they had a ridiculous handball and then another goal at the end to lose in just a despicable fashion that made me want to throw up. Uh, nice with their first loss, I think, of the season – um, have been getting a little bit less respect from the marketplace in their last two matches. Um, I'm not sure that's deserved, but ultimately Sanetian getting a quarter at home is nice, but probably not enough for me uh, at the moment. Uh, next one is Strasbourg hosting Lille, currently a pick which is some good respect for Strasbourg. They finally got a, a two wins under the belt, playing a little bit better lately. Uh, maybe the new transfers are taking a little bit. Uh, Lille are going to score goals, though. Strasbourg's defense has not been very good this season, and I'm not sure that their offense is enough to keep up with Lille unless they really focus on defense. So pick them with a little more juice on Lille right now. Not a lot for me to do. Um, excuse me. I was thinking of Lille. Lille has been playing terribly. They got a pretty fortunate win in their last match. Sorry to redo this. But um, Lille are a team I want to bet against, but I feel like the market's catching up to how they're not playing very well with this type of number. So I was hoping that Strasbourg might be a quarter goal underdog at home. Uh, that doesn't look likely uh, based on where the market is right now. Um, my bad. Lyon then hosting Lorient. That's uh, 
I skip to the next one. Lyon giving a goal and a quarter at home to Lorient with all the juice on their side, luckily climbing to one and a half. A little bit surprised this number is so big because Lorient has been getting a lot of respect from the market this season. Uh, Lyon, certainly great offense. Defense is questionable. Can Lorient really uh, puncture that or really put pressure on that? I think Mofi and Loriente are, are, are pretty good attackers that, that could threaten Lyon. So as this climbs, gets higher and higher, I get more interested in Lorient. It might actually even make my card. PSG then hosts Montpellier in a Another three o'clock match Eastern time in the U.S. Uh, on Saturday. PSG giving two goals is a big number for them, but they're going to be doing that to almost everybody this season, especially at home. I think Montpellier, um, they have a great offense. I do worry about their defense, and PSG are certainly the team to exploit that with all their attacking options. I'm going to try like heck to avoid taking Montpellier. Is probably the answer here. Uh, moving to Sunday, Bordeaux hosts Rennes. Bordeaux getting a quarter at home is about what I expected. Uh, they've been playing pretty well despite their budget issues. Ren with a huge win, 6 nothing or something like that, 6-0 midweek. Uh, but I think that only makes them look a lot much it – cover. It, it's basically makeup on the flaws. Is I don't think Ren are really that great. Uh, just not, not sure that Bordeaux at only getting a quarter is enough for me. Trois then hosts Angers, currently pick them. A little more juice on Angers, as it should be. Um, I think Angers, if they're an underdog, I want them, but it's not going to get there. Uh, Brest giving a half of a goal to Mets with all the juice in the Mets side. Seems to be too big based on how Brest's offense has been. Um, they were, defense was bad in the midweek. Mets uh, played PSG pretty tight um, despite falling behind 1-0 like really early in the match. They have not been playing great this season and, and were bottom. Uh, probably are still there because they didn't win against PSG. Uh, and that's they've been getting some pretty – uh, they've been getting disrespected by the market for two years now, and maybe this is finally coming. Uh, the chickens are coming home to roost. Uh, Rems then hosts Nalt. Currently, Rems as a pick em, but all the juice on their side, maybe it climbs to a quarter. Nalt with a good offensive performance midweek. I think Rems uh, struggled also in their, their match at Lille, um, but came back, fought back, and nearly squared up the, the match and, and fought really hard. I think Nalt are... Uh, an, an interesting underdog because I think their offense is playing better and I need to reevaluate what I think about them. Uh, maybe as this trickles to a quarter, I start looking at a little bit deeper on Sunday. Claremont Foot then hosts Monaco, currently getting a half of a goal at home with all the juice on the Claremont side. Claremont's been getting a lot of love from the market and have been getting destroyed, um, including that 6-0, I think, was was them against Ren in the midweek. Um, not really sure what to say about that, but market is loving them again. Monaco had been getting more respect than it deserved lately. It's like battle of two teams that the market's loved that they shouldn't have so far this season. Uh, I think Monaco are maybe trending in the right direction, but I think Saint-Étienne really gifted them that match, um, especially with 10 men conceding an equalizer. That's not a great sign for Monaco, in my opinion. Uh, so Claremont foot though, they're going to play on the front foot, give Monaco a lot of chances and Monaco are better. So that's not an underdog I want even at home. Marseille then hosts Lens in the last match that I cover on today's podcast. Uh, Marseille given three quarters of a goal. And that's a big number. Lens, I think, uh, struggled midweek, took a red card where I think a guy broke a leg um, or broke another player's leg and the other team got sent off. And so they're going to have to figure out what to do with their center back because they sold Bade in the, in the I guess the summer transfer window. Uh, so they're a little bit weak in there. And now with a red card, I have to figure out who's going to play there. Uh, Marseille with a pretty poor performance at Angers, not even scoring. I think their game was, was goalless. Um, and given three quarters of goal, that's, that's a lot. Cause the problem is we know they can score loans. I think are better than this number suggests, but uh, I'd feel real comfortable with plus one. It doesn't look like it's going to get there. So I got to decide if three quarters is enough for me. Uh, and that's it. That's going through uh, match a six and a half because 
I, the match day numbers are all over the place across Europe. So I figured I'd go with something different. Um, thanks for joining the 44th episode. I look forward to seeing your questions on YouTube, Apple, or on Twitter, the real underscore G Warner. Thanks.